Hello and welcome to In Pursuit of Purpose, where we focus on passion, purpose, and power. I am your host, Ariston CM. Thank you so much for joining me at 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday for my series, Repurpose 21, Lifestyle Changes for Transformation. I am so glad that you chose to join me this evening or you are watching the replay. It makes me so happy to know that you all are supporting, not even just that, but you guys are leaning in toward the change and power of the Lord because that's what it's all about. It's about change, uh, the kind of change that really changes and transforms your life. You know, so many of us, we have spent years walking around hurting and just not understanding life. And then we find, we find God, we find Christ and we just really embrace him. And that's when that transformation starts. And that's how you see these people who have these awesome testimonies who are able to forgive someone for something that they have done that really deeply hurt them. And so we know that when you uh, look at Joyce Meyer's life, for those of you who watch Joyce Meyer, she was molested by her father um, for a number of years and she ended up taking care of him. And I think he's still living and she's still taking care of him, but she was able to forgive him for what he's done to her. And she has been able to take care of him. And there's not a lot of people who can say that they would take care of someone that molested them. And so I, I know that I've, I've not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to. So you know, but that's the transforming power and love of God. And when you really get those fruits of the spirits deep down in you, it changes your perspective. It changes who you are and it prepares you for the greater things of God. So we have been spending the month of January talking about repurpose 21 lifestyle changes that, um, propels you towards transformation, something like that. I can't even remember my own title, but something like that. And so we have just been talking about really transforming because guys, I do these lives, but I'm not doing them to be seen. I'm not doing them for no other purpose than to pull you in, assist in pulling you in to the closest of who God is, to allow you to experience him for yourself. And so I share my stories, I share my life, I share what God has given me in hopes that it may touch you and that you too may come to uh, a greater belief of who he is. Hi, Danella, how are you? Thank you. So today we are going to be talking about um, the this, this spiritual what does my title say? I'm about to look because I do not know. I don't remember what my title say, but something about um, maintaining your spiritual stance during that transformation. And um, I'm sorry, I typed the title so fast. I, I couldn't remember what it was. So please forgive me. My brain only holds like certain information. It's so funny what it does. <laughs> so I don't mean to not know my titles. Maintaining your spiritual health during transformation. So that's important. Why is maintaining your spiritual health during transport doing transformation important? It's important because we have to keep transforming. It's not a one time thing. It's something that keeps developing over and over and over again. 
Thank you so much, Danella. <laughs> now it's on the screen. I don't have to click around to find it because she put it on the screen for me. Thank you. Because so, I'll be referring back to it quite often. And so yesterday we talked about the things that we have to be on the lookout for when we transform. People talking about us being brand new and that we've changed and things like that. Now we're talking about maintaining our spiritual health during that. Because if we don't maintain our spiritual health, when you have your naysayers, your negative Nancys, your down and out Tims and whatever else you want to name them, they are going to ruin the progress that God has made in your life that you have made. Because yes, God has ultimately helped you make the progress, but you've made a decision to have that discipline to say enough is enough. I want to be changed. I want a different life. I want a different mind. I want the things that God has for me. And so it takes a certain amount of willpower to gather ourselves in order to come to that. And so you want to protect it. And that's, and how do you maintain that spiritual health? Just like with your body. Uh, my friend Danella is on here and she's a vegan and she cooks all of this healthy food and she um, has a powerful story of MS, but all of these things is put are put into place so that she can maintain her body, maintain her present health. Okay. So she has to be very careful of what she allows to go into her body. Now, sure. She makes mistakes every now and she'll eat, you know, something that maybe is not on her vegan menu, but overall she's maintaining her health because she knows that if she does not maintain her health, then it's going to affect her MS. And if it affects her MS, now it's affecting her physical body, her mind, her functioning, and she's going to begin to go down. And if she goes down, guess what? That's taking her away from where? That's taking her away from God's purpose for her life. And her purpose for, and one of God's purposes for her life is her education of MS, of her hope that she can bring to other people with MS. But if she's down and she's out, then she can't do that. So she knows that she has to maintain her health in order to be healthy. Now, does that mean that she's not going to have some bouts with some pains and some things some days? No, it doesn't mean that. It means that overall she's maintaining her health and that she's allowing for those times. And when she needs that break, she takes that break and then she gets back up and starts all over again. So it's the same way with our spiritual health. We have to maintain that. We have to protect that at all costs because if we don't, Everything that we've done can be undone in one act with somebody in their big mouth. It could be uh, uh, over and done with our, our thinking. It could be over and done with our insecurities. It could be over and done with our fears. It could be over and done with. So how do we protect it? Well, guys, I've been saying this and saying this, and I'm sorry. There is no magic formula. The magic formula is prayer. Meaningful prayer meaningful prayer. Okay. There's only so many things. We have all these different practices, but guys, I am telling you, if you want to maintain your spiritual health, you have to set aside time with God every day. I don't care if it's five minutes, 10 minutes today. One of, you know, I pray several times a day, but my evening worship consisted of about 20 minutes. I think it was about maybe 10 minutes of worship and maybe 10 minutes of prayer. That's it. But it supercharged me. It gave me what I need. And God actually spoke to me during this time and just revealed another facet of my life, another facet of something that he wanted to do in my life. Okay. But had I not gone, I wouldn't have gotten that. 
So now I'm able, because I went to him, I'm able to add on to my plans, okay, that he has for me. And so that's part of maintaining that spiritual health during transformation. Because there are things that God wants to show you. There are places that we have to get to. And there are certain levels where we get certain things. Just like when we play Monopoly and Candyland, we move up the dice. You know, we we get on certain spaces and we get prizes. And that's the same way with God. As we progress, as we move forward, we get prizes. But we don't call them prizes. We call them blessings. We call them favor. We call them um, provision. These are the things that God does. But... It takes us to maintain that spiritual health. So if we see that we are at a new place and we are all happy-go-lucky, oh my gosh, God bless me. He did this. He, he gave me some discernment. I'm good to go. I'm, I'm good. I could, I could take this and run. No, because you don't have enough of what it takes because he is the source of your strength. Just like I said with my computer, I stream from my computer sometimes and the one day I went to get on, but it was about to go dead. So if my computer was going to go dead, I wouldn't have been able to do anything because it has a source of power. I need to plug it in that source of power in order for it to function properly. That is the same way that we do with our life, with our spiritual health. We have to stay plugged into the power source and that is prayer that is the word of God that is the right people that is maintaining the right mindset all of those things and guys yes it is a task daily to do all of those things but once you get into the habit of doing it then it becomes a habit and it's automatic this evening automatically I just felt the Lord calling me like come pray come pray come be with me stay with me as my friend said the other day we were out eating And she said she felt the Holy Spirit saying, just stay with me, stay with me. And I I embrace that because that's how that's how he is. When we get ready to get down, when we get ready to turn the opposite way, he said, just stay with me, stay with me. I got something I want to show you. And that's what he's saying to you today. Stay with me. I got something I want to show you. And so I just praise God and I thank God for that because he's so intentional in everything that he does. But we have to be okay with setting that time aside. We have to be okay with letting some things go so that God can replace them. We have to be okay with just giving up the very, the very person that we are in exchange for who we want us to be. And if that means that you have to lower your expectations out of some people and you have to just leave all that stuff and push it all to the side for God, it's okay. I just posted. Sometimes you got to be okay with just God loving you. Your husband might not love you the way you need to be loved. Your wife might not love you the way you need to be loved. Your mother may not love you the way you need to be loved or you want or even that you deserve. But God's love is different. He moved different. He love you different. He not going to change up on you. He not going to love you today and then act funny with you tomorrow. He's going to always be sensitive to your needs. He's always going to have your best interests at heart. He's always going to forgive you no matter what you do. You can't say that about human beings because you get in an argument with your spouse. They want to hold a grudge. They want to go do all of this stuff. They want to act funny with you for a few days. God is not like that. We get mad at God. We go mess up. He's sitting right there. Baby, I love you. I forgive you. 
that's the Lord. That's what he does. But you have to be willing to set aside that time to allow him to do those things. So for those of you who are not willing to do it, you're never going to experience that transformation, that change. And you're going to be miserable. And next year, you're going to be miserable in the same place talking about what you're going to do and how you're going to change. And you're not going to do nothing because you're not in the parameters of God's will. You have not taken the time to get inside of his spirit, to commune with him, to listen to him so that he can take your life and do what he want to do so that he can clean your life of all the unnecessary things. I just talked about it yesterday about the Lord burning up everything in me that don't have no business being. The Bible talks about uh, uh, something about gold, you know, and, and how he puts us through the fire and he refines us and gold don't melt down. It may mold a little bit, but it don't melt down. And that's what he wants to do with us. He wants to burn everything in us that doesn't produce fruit. The, anything in us that's weakening our purpose. He wants to burn all those things up and we have to let them. We have to let go. We have to be willing to be okay with being alone, okay? Because those of you who are called to ministry, ministry is a lonely place. Nobody understands you. Don't nobody care. Period. It's you and God. And it's not everybody. God didn't give everybody your vision that he gave you. What God has for you is for you. And so you can't get mad because your family don't approve. You can't be mad because your husband or your wife don't want to listen to you. Or they just be like, oh, okay, good. They don't care. God didn't give them the vision. He gave it to you. And that's all a part of your growth. Not being weak to the point where if somebody says something about it or they don't listen to you where you get mad and be like, I don't even want to do this. I don't have the support. I don't have that. That's weakness. And God wants to get all of that out of you. And the only way he can do it is what? If you are, where's my title? Maintaining your spiritual health during transformation, staying close to him, building that relationship and you keep building the relationship. You don't stop. We're always changing, always evolving, always growing. We're moving up the ladder where God wants us to go. Okay. We're down here. He wants us here. At every stage, there's going to be something new for us. There's going to be something for us to gain. It's more healing, more power, more discernment, more things of God. But we got to stay with him. As my friend said, the Holy Spirit is saying, stay with me. Stay with me. I'm going to see you through this. You got to trust me. You got to trust me. You got to trust me. Okay. And we have to get that through our minds. Now, I'm a big fan of start with what you have. God is going to do it. I promise he is. You have to start with where you have. And if you only got two minutes a day, then you have two minutes a day. Those are going to be the most meaningful two minutes a day. And I promise you, you're going to want more. I can't get enough of God's spirit. It's just like, um, I don't know. It's like a beautiful feeling. Like when you really commit yourself to this process, it's just you're at peace. You feel loved. You feel satisfied. It's almost like, I'm sorry, guys, almost like a good orgasm. You just feel really good and you just feel good. But it's like a ongoing orgasm. And I'm sorry, that's the only way I can explain it because I want you to know how good it feels to be inside of the spirit of God, to walk with him, to allow him to control the things that you do and lay out his plan for your life. Do you have some scary moments? Absolutely. But God, the good stuff outweighs those scary moments. And so I just thank God because I stay in spiritual ecstasy. I mean, I, I love it. I mean, it's just a good feeling. Hey, Ty, how are you, dear? 
a state in spiritual ecstasy. It's just a beautiful feeling. Am I challenged? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Amen, Ty. Absolutely. I get challenged all the time. I told y'all that I'm being challenged in the area that I don't feel like being challenged in. But and I don't understand why. But I'm seeing why now. I'm seeing why. And I just thank God for these lessons, even though, you know, last week I didn't understand it. And I'm all tears like, why, why, why? And, and I understand it. You know what I mean? And so I'm thankful, you know, and I'm thankful that when I'm challenged with these things that I can go to him. And does he immediately solve my issue? Like I told y'all yesterday, he didn't immediately solve it. He solved it right after I decided that I didn't want to listen to whatever he had to say because he was taking too long. And I thought that Cardi B and Jay-Z and Tupac could solve my problems yesterday. They didn't solve a thing. Okay. But what they did is they left a mess that God had to clean up. And he cleaned it up immediately after, you know. And so I just thank God with that. And please let me clarify. I'm not saying that nothing is wrong with secular music. I'm saying the use in which I intended it for was the problem. Because I wanted to listen to that to take my mind off of what I was feeling at that moment. And instead of um, coping with things the right way, I chose to cope with it through horrible lyric music that entered my spirit. And it didn't have any business entering my spirit at that time. Okay. And I needed to go to God. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. God, God, God bless you. I be praying, Lord, whoever need to hear it need to be on here and they need to hear it because God has a word, you know. But after I decided that, okay, Tupac, Cardi B, Jay-Z, Kanye, they didn't do nothing for me, then I, I felt bad. I told y'all yesterday, I felt, I felt horrible because I mean, I must have picked the horriblest songs, the most dirtiest, raunchiest songs to just hype me up and just take me out of what I was feeling. And it didn't work. It was nice for five minutes and it didn't help me. After I listened to all what I wanted to listen to, I still felt horrible. And that's when I said, okay, Lord, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I should have waited for you. And I, I talked to him, had a nice honest conversation. And guys, I just felt the Lord just begin to lift that burden, lift that heaviness off of me all at once. Okay. When I could have did that in the first place. But as I was talking, and I got to talking faster, Lord, you know what this is going on. I got to doing all that. And I'm like, come on, I need you to help me. Well, he didn't help me right then and there. It took him too long. So I said, I'm going to take care of myself. And that's not how God wants us to do things. He wants us to trust us. I mean, trust him. And he wants us to go through that process. He wants us to rely on him, not anybody else. Because you notice when you go to your friends, when you're having problems, sometimes you go to call them. Nobody answers the phone, so they leave you by yourself. Or if they do answer the phone, they give you some whack explanation of where you're at and why you're going through it. They stuff is full of stuff that's not going to work. No, God is saying that. No, come to me first. Come to me first. Then if you need to go to your friends, if you talk to some, then you did not provide somebody to talk to you, you know. But go to God first before all of that stuff. Danella says, oh, I love you too, Danella. He said, they stay close to me so you can hear what I'm saying, but just stay with me. Oh, okay. So she said that the Holy Spirit was saying to stay close to me so you can hear what I'm saying. Okay. I changed it and made it, made it uh, stay with me. But that's what the Holy Spirit told to her. And I believe that he said it for a reason. Obviously, he's saying stay close to me so you can hear what I'm saying. Okay. 
And he said it to me today. I was close to him. He didn't say that, but he revealed something to me. I heard what he was saying. I said, wow. And so now I'm telling you, if he did it for my friend here, he did it for me, then you're next. Stay close to him so you can hear what he say. Everything you need is in him. But until you understand that, until you actually give it an honest try, you're never going to graduate. That's transform into that change that you really need. Would you say when you learn to do that, the calmness and the results are so much better than running to humans to vent? Absolutely. So Ty is saying when you talk to God first and you allow him to, to solve that issue, it's so much better. And you do get that peace. You do get that calm. Because when you go talking to people, they have you messed up. They have you being ready to beat people up and all kinds of stuff. Because I know I had people that called me on the phone. I'm like, what you want me to do? You want me to get her or what? what? I just my business partner just did it. He called and um, he said something, something is messing up with his car. And they had his car for over a month. And they said, go have it for another month. And he paying out of his pocket for a rental. First thing out of my mouth is, you know, let's figure out what we can do. I was like, oh no, I'm about to call them. Give me the number. I'm going to call them. And when they done, you're going to have your stuff. That's how I jumped off just that quick. Of course, I didn't think about praying. I didn't think about nothing. I thought, I got a mouth. I'm about to use it. I'm about to get these people straight. They're not about to have your car till next month. Actually, they said March. And we in January. I said, oh, that's not about to fly. I'm about to take care of this for you. Because you don't know what to say. Well, what was I going to get on there and say? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I have to catch myself. So, that's how God worked. Okay, let's see. He said, stay in the spirit so you'll hear my instructions. Okay, so y'all can read everything that Danella is putting down because I just keep on messing up with the Holy Spirit to say it to the girl. But that's what he said. So y'all need to stay in his spirit so y'all will hear his instructions. He has instructions for you all. He wants to make your life better. He wants to heal your brokenness. He wants to wipe that past away. He wants to take those insecurities away from you guys. Okay, because we all walk around with that uh, those insecurities. Am I good enough? Yes, you are just the way you are. Let God fix you up and use you. Okay. But because society, because relationships, because our family, because our past has given us a poor image of who we are, we've somehow subconsciously embraced it. And we believe the lies. You are good enough. You are beautiful. You deserve the very best. I promise that you are God's beloved. But you, I'm telling you that, but you have to experience it. I can't make you experience it. You have to experience it. Ask him, show me, show me. My husband told me today that I was one of God's best. I said, well, I need to see it. I didn't see some stuff, but I need to see some more. So that's my prayer, Lord. My husband said, I'm your best. I need you to show me I'm your best. And so that's my prayer for y'all, for the Lord to show y'all that you are the apple of his eye, that no matter what you do will ever separate him from loving you, that he's calling you to draw near to him so that he can do something, so that he can fix you up, so that he can prepare you. Some of y'all waiting on husbands. Some of y'all waiting on restoration. Some of y'all waiting on financial breakthroughs. Well, guys, guess what? The keys, all the keys to all of that is in God's hands. All of it. Because Jeremiah 33 and 3 says, call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. 
I will tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. What don't I know? You don't know all of your purpose. You don't know where all the money is at. God know that stuff. Y'all don't think God is giving out money? Oh, he giving out money. If the man can go buy all these Lamborghinis and play with this, this grant money, oh, he get, God is giving out money. He's giving out money. But guess what? He ain't giving out money to irresponsible people. He's not giving out money to uh, you if you can't even get in the line with his will so he can show you what, you what he wants you to do with the money. Okay? So there's keys to all of these things. You know, and so I just want you guys to be encouraged. I think my time is up. Is my time up? I'm gonna look because y'all know I be I be going over. Okay, so I'm I'm good, but I'm gonna wrap up. I just want this is my last week talking about this, and then I probably will take next week off, um, just so that I can gather some new content, some fresh content, some exciting content. I'm still going to be talking about God and prayer because that's the key. And I'm going to keep on saying it because when you understand that's what it is, when you understand that God is everything, prayer is everything, his word is everything, you look at things a lot differently. Okay. I promise you get you a few scriptures and you start praying them scriptures and you see what God will do in your life. And it's a waiting period sometimes. Sometimes it's not. That wait is not always fun. But learn your lessons. Get your blessings. Get close to him in that waiting time. Okay. Let us pray. Thank you so much, Danella. Father God, I thank you for each and every person that's listening. Lord, that's viewing. Father, I'm asking, Lord, that you will just touch them, oh God, and that you will reveal to them, Lord, some of what you have for them, Lord, that they may be encouraged, oh God, to keep pressing forward, oh God. Draw them near to you, oh God, and show them your love. Show them who you are in their life, oh God. Show them that you care about the intricate details of their life, oh God, that no matter how small, Lord, that you care about the whole of their needs, oh God. Lord, give somebody rest today, oh God, for they are frustrated about the direction of their life, Lord, and they can't see it, oh God, and they want this, and they were expecting that, and Lord, it's not here yet, oh God, Lord, but you are faithful, oh God, Lord, your word says that you send out your word with an intended purpose, and that it shall not come back to you void, oh God, show somebody that that is true on today, oh God, wrap your loving arms around them, oh God, and produce in them the person that you desire for them to be. And we ask all these things in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And be encouraged. And if you guys need me, y'all know I'm here. Just inbox me. And, you know, I got people who inbox me all times of the night. That's fine if y'all want to inbox me at 2 o'clock in the morning. But I'm not going to answer. I try to work on business hours just to kind of, like, be respectful. But if you have to get something off your chest at 2 o'clock in the morning, you can definitely message me. Um, I probably won't reply until the morning, but you can do so because I am here and sometimes I don't always get back with people right away. I'm working on that. I get a lot of messages. I get a lot of people reaching out to me and it requires time. And so I will get back to you. I promise. And, um, I'm praying for you guys. Y'all don't think I'm praying. I'm praying for y'all. I just say the Lord, whoever was watching me tonight, I need you to bless them. I need you to reveal yourself to them. I need you to, I need them to feel you like I feel you because that's the only way. If you don't see nothing, if you don't feel nothing, why would you believe it? Okay. And so I just want to encourage you all to just keep on moving forward. I promise that help is on the way. I promise that God is going to do it for you, even um, though it may take a while. It may or may not. So just be encouraged on today. And I just thank you so much for viewing. And you guys have an awesome day. And I will, I mean, an awesome night. And I will see you on tomorrow. Bye.
If you would like to know more about me, please visit my website, www.loveariston.com. You can also find me on social media, Facebook, Ariston CM, or Instagram and Twitter. I'm so Ariston. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to grow.